Woo, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're on. Welcome back to the number one podcast in the world. It's News of the Week with your friendly neighborhood nutritionist, as always, Connor Rhodes. And today I am joined once again by the beautiful Will Bartholomew Hukin. Me? You, sir, how you are you? You don't say. How the devil are you? That's so sweet of you, Connor. I could nearly fall in love. I'm, I'm very well, thanks. Mm. How are you? Mm. For, for all the better for seeing you, my dear. Yeah, see, this All is the it. better for seeing you. We're here, we're back. News of the week. News of the week. Official theme tune. We're back on three cameras as well this week. I got it all set up. Not that it makes any difference. We're also dressed the same. Yeah, we've somehow coordinated very nicely today, haven't we? Hmm. Or or not nicely. Yeah, depending we, we, on we either how have great or bad fashion sense, but either way, it's consistently the same. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It really doesn't matter, you know, because we get like four views on YouTube. No I don't know looking. why I set up the cameras. No I don't know looking. why I try and be presentable. <laughs> There's no point to any of it. No one cares. Well, they lend us YouTube. their ears, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. We have. Oh, we really we do for. have listeners, yeah, but we don't have watchers. I was talking to a listener today. Well, I like it, R-I-L in real life imagine really bumped into them yeah in, in the gym and I knew she was a listener and I sought her out to talk about it but you know it, 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 it was oh, out there that's we nice there. that's nice we were discussing things so you know who told me was a listener who's this Ching from, from the gym see Emma's client Ching excellent I was like really this is something I have I been noticing it. is as small as the following is at the moment it is nicely consistent and we do have the same people tuning in every week which is very much appreciated. Mm. So not many people know about us, but the people that do like it. Woohoo! Woohoo! We'll take a humbling uh, little brigade of, of love. That's nice, isn't it, I think? And how have you been, sir? How's your week been so far? Very good, thank you. This is number uh, one week of me returning uh, after four weeks off after that little post-op, little um, sitting around doing nothing territory, which I am, I'm loving it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Won't how did up. you feel in your break in that time? Also, Last time you told me you felt a bit like mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I felt very doughy and, you know, part of my armchair. But I was in high spirits for all of it because, you know, this op needed happening for a long time and now it, it was out of the way and everyone's happy and there are no more complications. So we're sorted. Yeah, so just high spirits, nothing on the brain no more. Um, and then similarly, coming back with clients, that's nice. Money comes back in, time gets filled up, boredom gets solved. Nice. Lovely. We don't land it. How are you? Lovely. Really good, thank you. Really good. Everything's going well. Rocking your new little shirt, you. Trying to dress pleasantly sometimes, don't you? Um, yes, I'm, re I'm really good, thank you. Do you know what I did this week, which was mildly abnormal, but something of <laughs> perhaps interest to you? You are mild. No, you're very abnormal. Thank you. What did you do that was mildly abnormal? I appreciate it. Closer that. to normality than most of the things you do. <laughs> Bouldering, I went this week. Oh, yeah! Indoor rock climbing without ropes How for do people like that it? don't know what that is. Um, yeah, I've been before in the past. I like it. I'm not good. <laughs> I'm you have to be. I'm definitely not to good. It. But uh, yeah, I liked it. Mm. I went with Andrew. Andy, do you remember my friend Andy? I do. Andy Breers. Which um, climbing place did you go? The Depot in oh, Sheffield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you been there? Yeah, it's very nice. Big, lots of space. It is really nice. The community atmosphere was really oh. nice. I made like five friends on the first day. Oh, have you never been there before? I've never been there before. Yeah, it's awesome. You can get pizza there after they've got a little... Um, can you? Yeah, it's nice pizza. I didn't know about it's this. Like, I don't know if it's oven cooked pizza, All but right. it's nice pizza. I didn't know about that. Yeah, man, legit. <clears throat> and yeah, climbers are just, I, even though I'm not a climber anymore and I would love to back my own sport, I would probably say that climbing has one of the best communities I've ever Seemed seen. Seemed like that to me immediately. And gymnastics, but yeah, probably climbing. Because mm. it's so just outdoors and everywhere. Very nice. I don't know, yeah. When you went climbing, which of the colours could you do? Oh, they change in schemes um, at the depot. I have no idea. I have no idea. I could do the third hardest ones. Also, okay, no, which is, no, that's not legit. That's not no, very hard. No, because that's when they start changing from like jugs to crimps and stuff. No. That's when you get in that way. You'll, there'll be some crimps in number, in like level threes and that. It's the blue ones that I was doing. And I could basically do yeah. all of the blue ones, the third, the third level. The next ones were black ones. And that's when it stopped being things you could actually hold on to. Crimps. And being just like... Not not an actual hand, like, yeah, lump thing you can grab. So just they're something the jugs. you've got to pinch on. They're the jugs, the ones that you can, like, grab. And then the little ones, they're called crimps. So it must have it just switched to all of them. And I actually just couldn't even start. So partner. the jump between the one I was on in, di in level of difficulty and the next one was, like, yeah. three times harder or something stupid. Yeah, you, you'll see some some guy walk, walking up made of sinew and forearms mm. only and just glue himself to the wall yeah. on seemingly <laughs> atoms and gravity mm. defying whatever, I don't know. And then just, like, go... 
Yeah. Scuttle up, you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Am I doing wrong? You have more toes than me? <laughs> weird, isn't it? I'm glad fingers. you went climbing though, man. That's good fun. Yep, I'm going again. Mm-hmm. I'm going again. I'm going to a new jiu-jitsu academy this evening as well. Oh, shit. So you're learning to knock people out. You're learning to outclimb people. You would, but archery on Tuesday, was it, you were yep. doing? Are you learning to week. kill people or take over the world, Connor? What's going on here? I'm still on my quest to become the ultimate man. Oh, so, so okay. I can, in my opinion, you cut your beard too short. In my say. opinion, um, I like it shorter though. Yeah, well, so it, this is all for me. That you know, it's not in comparison to anybody else. But I can run ten kilometers in a decent pace. Um, I can lift twice my own body weight. <laughs> I'm bald and I've got tattoos. I, I can shoot a bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can fight and wrestle and strangle and I can climb. <laughs> like in three years' time, you'll see me climbing the side of a mountain with the bow on my back. I'll get to the top, strangle someone out. Shoot some book. Your head will be sunburnt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I own a lot of caps. Uh, you'll have to keep the caps with you for sure. No, I think that's a, a very interesting endeavor and weirdly close to home for me as well. With a lot, but I think I'm taking a weirdly different one. Like mine, getting outdoors and camping and that and taking an axe with me, you know, like I've been doing I recently. I like that too. I think that's yeah. going to be on my list. Well, I think you're behind I need, I need survival on. techniques I, as the ultimate man. Shall I bring my axe and you bring your bow and arrow next time we do a podcast and we'll just sit here and just. Be civilised and... Uh, I feel like we'll get an antisocial behaviour order. <laughs> I feel like that's what will happen. News of the week, I have an Two axe. sketchy gentlemen seen with weapons. Yeah. Bald man and Viking looking gentleman ah, with yeah. weapons. <laughs> yes. Bro, I'll tell you, if you grow that's that out, exactly I bring my flats down, we're going to be looking... That's exactly ready to take over. <laughs> yeah, people think the invasions have started. Hell again. yeah. That's what we're oh going my for. Lord. Fear-mongering. Fear is oh a good motivator. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> I'll just say this on the podcast. Since I am now single, I am now a single oh, no. person. I know. Um, I've just had a lot more free time. So I've thought, I'm just going to do more things. I'm just going to do that th- man you I'm just going to do things. I'm going to just take up all of the hobbies that I always want to do that usually I don't have time for. So I've just begun. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I, how, I just started. And how much is that the first step, eh? Hey? It is, it's all of it, you, I guess. You either do or don't. You, there is no try, as Yoda would say. <laughs> Wise you are, I say. Yeah, so that's been me. So I've been good. Um, man. Business is good. I've been exercising a lot. Um, you were in the gym this morning with Dan again. And yeah, you're getting, made, I think, bigger. And it's annoying. No, I'm getting smaller and are lighter. You, are, you, is it le- are you getting leaner and you look bigger because you're more shredded? I can't tell yes. which it is, but you look well and it's... It's annoying. Thank you. I've lost all of my body fat. Yeah, I think that's what I it is. Literally, bro. all of it's gone. You look so much bigger for it. You look, you look I've well not, in your vest. You I should bigger. have weighed myself. In this shirt, you look like a little coat hanger. Oh, well, but, thank you. Uh, really <laughs> we'll just put you in the closet and uh, <laughs> there you can go. But yeah, in the stringer, with this more. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, I pr- I'm pretty sure I'm smaller. Um, I've not weighed myself though, so I wouldn't know, but I've, I, I would imagine I'm lighter mm-hmm. because I'm leaner. But I, I should have weighed myself this morning, but I didn't really think about it. I will do soon, though. I don't... And I'll let you know what I weigh. I weighed myself? I'm, I don't really care. I'm so around 70 kilograms. I'm around 82. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little chunky boy. No, how tall are you, though? You're taller than me, for sure. Yeah, how, six. How tall are you? Six foot? Yeah, I'm five yeah. foot nine. So. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> so that's probably comparable. Mm, mm. I think, yeah, we were about, used to be about the same. Like I crossed you somewhere as puberty setting. That's nice. Because <laughs> you saw that on me <laughs> when I was knee-high to a grasshopper. You've grown into a fine gentleman, sir. A small gentleman. I wouldn't say so. I'm average height. That's Ever five, seeking... Five nines the average beyond. height, so you're above average, so you're not a small gentleman. Nice, I'll take that. Mm. Mm, wow. Um, news of the week? Yes, I've got loads of news articles and topics. I have one. <laughs> Shit one. <laughs> is it, is it, <laughs> okay, good confidence. No, it's not confidence, it's facts. To be honest, it's better you, than you usually do. Usually you usually have no, none at all. Yeah, true. So true, you've, true. You, you've, come, you've come mildly prepared. Well, do you want to start then, or shall I? You, you, let's get a good one out of the way first. <laughs> okay, well... Start strong, eh? I'll just start strong, I'll bring it down to the valley, and then you can bring it home in the end. Thank you. That's that's like that, like that'll be a nice ebb and flow of the, of yeah, the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, this is not news of the week, but this is a question that I literally wanted to ask you, and I almost text you, but I just thought, eh, I'll just save it for the show. Mm. I'll just save it for the show. I'm leg training a lot at the minute. That's one of my main goals, building up the leg muscles. Particularly, I'm focusing on glutes, so mm-hmm. I'm focusing on bum muscles. Mm-hmm. 
My thighs are already big enough, in my opinion. I'm doing it. I'm you doing have nice thighs. It's true, and you have a small ass. It's true. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm doing a bit more hamstrings <coughs> and bum at the minute. Yeah, correct. And I was just thinking about different bum exercises, and I didn't know what what kind of proportion the the bum muscles, the glutes, get worked in a squat versus a leg press. Mm. And I just thought I'd ask you. I imagine that it's less in a leg press because there's not as much hip loading. But I thought, mm, do we know any actual facts on this or any percentages on like how much less glute we're getting? If I'm feeling lazy and choosing a leg press, how much glute am I missing out on? That's my Interesting, question. yeah. Um, I'd say most of the time, <coughs> quite a bit less glute on a leg press. Mm. Um, it does depend on the leg press, obviously. But most leg presses, if you look at them, they have you in some kind of, whether you, whichever way you're orientated or inverted, you're usually ending with your legs fairly straight but you don't extend the hips too much and what i mean by that is that's true yeah if you imagine someone being stood straight up that's like them in full extension if they were to lean forward from the hips that's like bending at the hips yeah that's like the position that you're in for most leg presses and that movement of bringing yourself into extension is what that's your the glutes movement, do isn't it which wow. you kind of miss out on a that good percentage sense. of that movement with most leg presses as well as and, and that's talking about what glutes do in a power production, which is hip extension. Mm -hmm. If we talk about their other ro um, roles, which are more like stability and stuff like that, there also isn't as much stabilizing to do in a leg press because you're on like usually a fixed, well, always on a fixed plane of motion and you can just push through the quads as it were. So is leg press is just mostly quads only? Um, I would program it as a quads only exercise. I, I get good activation of glutes in um, leg presses but I've spent five years trying to do nothing but find perfect glute activation in like a squat and that. So, you know, it carries over. But yeah, I wouldn't program it in and be like, oh, it hits glutes. Just do a glute exercise. Is there any foot position I could put my feet in to make it more glutes? Um, this is going like to... Wider? Higher? Yeah, this, no? This or is, is going to tear some people. If you went higher, maybe. But that would depend more so on the leg press itself, I'd say, as to that whether that would work. More, yeah, that would maybe. bend the hips a bit more, uh, and it'd mean you'd have more in extension, but that that would put it a bit more into hamstrings, arguably, than the glute. Um, you could turn your toes out. That wouldn't necessarily put more in the glutes straight away, but it would give your brain more of a chance to understand the glutes, if that makes sense. If you were to tone, turn your toes out and face them like 90 degrees out to the side, it's a much more intuitive position to then squeeze the glutes in that position okay. versus if you, what we do, internally rotate, like point your toes towards each other and your knees, let them concave in for those watching at home, uh, listening at home. That's a very, like, anti-glute position and you'll struggle to squeeze there mm. so you can play around with that so it's not that it would necessarily straight away shifts the tension into the glutes it's just that it give, would give you a chance to do it yeah. thank you yeah interesting i'll actually parry you off that sir because you inspired me of a question that i had for you oh really um and all of your um specialties as it were okay two actually one of them I think is a legit question and one of them I feel a little stupid about, but I, I need to ask. The first one, right, so I've started um, changing my breakfast to having yogurt, uh, which is just low-fat Greek yogurt, bananas, sultanas, honey, uh, and did I say banana, and a banana. It's all like mixed together, oh, and sorry, oats, and oats just all lumped in. Kind of mixed together, and I was wondering basically, so I struggle to eat in the morning because I usually get sick if I do eat super, like, voluminous in the morning. Physically sick. Physically sick, yeah. Like, okay. I, if I, usually if I don't leave it like two to four hours. Do you know why that up. is? Sorry? Do you know why that is? Um, not anymore, no. I, I used to think it, it was the <laughs> anxiety back way back when and whatnot, but and nowadays, is, and th that isn't much of an issue anymore, but that still sticks around, I'm not so sure. But this is something that I was going to ask, is that I've been having this meal for a good while now, um, mainly as I've been on these antibiotics, I was having it as probiotic to start the day nicely, okay. thinking along the lines of yogurt, and that was my first question, was that a good idea? And secondly, this seems to be treating me quite nicely, it's quite, it sits and I don't feel sick afterwards and it doesn't, yeah, interfere with me much, fingers crossed. Okay. Thoughts, opinions? I was going to say, what's the question? I don't understand. So first of all, I mean, the, sounds, that sounds nice for you. Is that a nice idea? Okay. Is yogurt a good source of probiotic, I guess, I'm, is what I'm asking. Okay, what type of yogurt are you using is the question. So it's low-fat Greek yogurt. Nah. 85p from Tesco. <laughs> Better than most foods, but still not really. Okay. It's not, not really as it's not really it probiotic. Might be cracked up to be. Yeah. Um, it, it's just different types of yogurt. Like, you'd have to get a specific 
probiotic type yogurt. Interesting. Um, that's got specific live cultures and bacterias in it. Even then, when they've done studies and tests where you actually go to the supermarket and buy a probiotic yogurt, a lot of the bacteria have died by the yes, time you okay. get it. Okay. You can get probiotic tablets on Amazon, you know, mm. and stuff like this. Might, might help I, I, actually, I do have, thing. I've got probiotic tablets that I've started taking as well yeah. after I'd finished the quality of antibiotics, but yeah. That's a nice idea. Interesting. That's yeah. a nice idea. But yogurt's good, yeah. There, there are, there's another category of foods that's better than probiotics overall for your guts and it's prebiotics, not, yeah. not probiotics. Probiotics is adding in bacteria. Prebiotics is giving the, your bacteria that you've already got the foods they need to grow. Foods that do this are number one, fermented products. Mm. Um, is it kefir? Or kefir? Alcohol. K-E-F-I-R. No, what is that? Um, kimchi. Okay. Kombucha. Uh, uh, sauerkraut. Kind of, I see what genre you're in. Fermented there. products. Yeah, 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 not alcohol. Not yeah, alcohol. Not alcohol. I see where you yeah. went with that because yeah, that is yeah. a fermented product, but yeah. no. Um, I can't think of any other examples right now. There's not that many, to be honest. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. They're, they're, and, and, they're really good for your guts. And so would you say void of all personal preference and... Uh, lifestyle is there a best breakfast for like that you would say say for anatomically physi physiologically for all people for good biologically whatever i don't yeah. know not for, not for all people like but like generally what maybe should you be looking for nutritionally in your breakfast at like say at that time of the day is there anything that no. would better then than no no it's not about what time of day it is no, really it's no. about what you eat overall and i've done a full podcast um mm -hmm that's on Spotify and iTunes, it's not on YouTube, about gut microbiome. It's called 3.5 stone and the microbiome. It's me talking to one yeah. of my clients. She had questions like this and she lost 3.5 stone. And it rhymed and sounded cute. <laughs> that does uh, sound so, cute. So we talked all about it. The things that are best for microbiome is exercise is good for it. <laughs> Stress is not good for it. Healthy eating overall is good for it. A wide variety of foods is good for it. Like the more different foods you can eat, that's really good. So your, your yogurt, fruit, kind of mixture, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. See, fibers, carbs, fruits, vitamins, minerals, protein, dairy. Oh yeah, I do have dairy. all my vitamins I have it's at the all, same time as well. All yeah. that's in that, that's yeah. great. Because your microbiome feed on a lot of different things. There's different types of carbs are good for it, different types of fiber, different types of proteins are good for it, some different types of healthy fats are good for it. They, they use all this and help digest all this and create different things. So it's not like there's one or two like, this is the magical thing. Mm -hmm. Not really. Mm -hmm. It's more about being in good shape, being healthy, having a healthy, balanced diet, getting a decent protein intake. Different types of fibers are good. Some of these fermented products can be really good. Other products that fall into the prebiotic category are different types of fibers, like green bananas is really good for it. You know, oh, like bananas that are not ripe yet quite ripe yet interesting yeah you know so you know if you have them a bit early uh -huh. they're more fibrous that's why they don't taste as sweet and that specific type of fiber is really good for feeding the microbiome and you can still digest that fine yep mm -hmm. well if, if you have it too green it yeah, might give yeah, some people yeah. stomachache depends on the level of fiber <laughs> in it um Different types of root vegetable stuff um, is good for it. But basically it's fruit, different fruits and vegetables. You get all these, about 35 different types of fiber uh, that like exist. And then if you can get lots of different fruits and vegetables, this, this, all, this all goes in. <laughs> Scoffle them down. Yeah, this all goes in. And num, then the bacterial num, 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 love fiber. Yeah, and then they start, they start to proliferate and grow based on all these different types of fiber. So fruit, veg, protein intake's good. Too many calories, greasy junk food, and low variety is not good. So, you know, look too well, it's a good job that all these things that point towards a nice lifestyle are what improves it because that's it's what improves everything else. It's healthy, balanced lifestyle. Who fucking knew? <laughs> and you can use some probiotics if you want. So Little sort of supplements. It might help a bit, yeah. Where you would supplement Prebiotics, things, yeah. nice. Kimchi, kombucha, like I said, I don't know how you say the other one, kefir or whatever. I've got some kimchi in my fridge. <laughs> I didn't know that was. Re yeah, really good. That's adding in extra bacteria and stuff. I don't know if good. I quite like kimchi or not. I don't like it. It's a bit too kimchi. <laughs> 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 in it though. Do you know what I mean? They're all too strong flavours for me, all those Yeah, things, that's exactly it. It's too strong, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm not then. a very flavoursome guy. If I was a flavour, I'd be vanilla. <laughs> Bro, you look vanilla. You That's are what I'm saying. Vanilla. I would be vanilla. If, if I, I licked flavor. your little head, vanilla is what... You get, would you like the taste of it? Is that what you're saying? And, well, actually, yeah, we've we've rolled before, haven't we? And all I got from you was vinegar. So. Oh, that does happen with yeah, jujitsu. If you mix people's sweat, it's usually not bad with just two people. You're sweating. You know, if you just... You're being my hair just If tussling, me and you mix sweat, it's usually not that stinky. Not it's good. when you get three people's sweat mixed together. That's when it becomes pure vinegar. What about two guys and one of them's got a sweating issue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of them's a sweaty bastard. That'll yeah. do it. That'll do it. 
Yeah. Uh, all right, bro. Be. Bringing you back to that second half of that question was, and this is the one that I might be stupid for. I'm not sure. So I went and got a little tray of vegetables just to bang in oven and roast uh, from Tesco the other day. Okay. And I was just looking at the calories on them. <coughs> and then I don't know why I've never looked at this before, but it, or it might, it might be that it's not on every product, but it said the calories both for cooked and uncooked. Did it? And was I've never different. seen that very much. Yeah. Yeah. And was different per yeah. one by... It will be a lot, fifty percent on average. It was something I want to say by about hundred. Cal- it had gone from something like one hundred and eighty calories to two something. Yeah. To and please explain yeah. because mm, the space between my ears doesn't have this information in it, and it wants it. Yeah. I want to know the answers. This makes perfect sense. I had this conversation with one of my group members last week actually because she was eating lots of raw vegetables because she liked it and she was getting stomachache, and I was explaining this exact same thing to her. Um, Humans are essentially the only animal, if you think about it, that cooks food. Yeah. Everything else eats things raw. We have different digestive systems to other animals that are not as intense. Um, not as hard. Can't hack it. Yeah, yeah not as hard. Can't get digestive through straw, systems. can we? So we we use fire and heat to pre-digest the foods that we eat to make them half digested before we digest it. Oh, that's a weird way of looking at it. I don't want fire chewing up my food. No, that's literally what it is. Um, it's it's activating the molecules. Like you know, if you eat raw vegetables, on average, you get fifty percent less calories and fifty percent less nutrition overall from it. Because try eating a raw broccoli. Yeah. Can you? So how, where are you going to get that down? So, but where do those calories come from? Is what I want to know. No, they're all, they're they're in there already, but they're they're as fiber. And then the because you know, no, like imagine a raw broccoli. Now try and bite it in your mind. You're thinking, God, this is chewy and this is awful because mm-hmm. it's just pure so does, fiber. Ah, so is it that cooking makes it yes, less fibrous? It's converting the fibers into different types of carbohydrate, which are more digestible through. So heat. which is quote unquote better, getting the fiber and not the calories, or cooking it and getting the better? both? Because you want some calories and some nutrition and some fiber. Oh, it's hard. So for us, you want it cooked. Medium. I don't know half. <laughs> yeah, half. I don't know what cooking something half is, but not you don't want it raw, and you also don't want it absolutely nuked, so it's mush necessarily. Well, wouldn't that just be burnt and then obliterated? Or, uh, yes, okay, burnt. Yeah, then it would be then that. it would be ruined. Mm, yes, okay, you could okay, take okay, it that okay. far. Yeah, that's interesting, man. And this is for purely fibrous things. So that's for vegetables, vegetables. But same same for meats and stuff like this as well. Right. Like, like dogs and stuff can they have different digestive systems which can digest raw meat. We can't really do that that well. We can't really digest things like that that well. So you would get less nutrition from it. So when we cook foods, it's putting it into a more digestible format. So so it's it's not, I don't know if technically, I don't imagine, although I can't directly confirm, that the calories in the broccoli wouldn't change. It would be the calories that you would absorb that would interesting. change. Interesting. So it's the, it's, it's, that's what I was going to say. If you give the same pepper to a dog and a human, the dog will see more calories from that pepper than, and uh, no, sorry. A pepper's more, a bad example. More fiber from that. Mm. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, whatever. Because dogs are not really supposed to eat vegetables at all. No. They're, they're just, they're just mostly, they're just, spo- they're wolves, aren't they? They're yeah. genetically identical to wolves. They, they hunt down animals and eat them. So they're, they're basically carnivores, aren't they? They yeah. can eat vegetables, but they're not really supposed to. And it's actually, there's actually a, a dog obesity, like, epidemic going on. <laughs> of course there is. There's a there is human because, obesity epidemic. Exactly, yeah. And people feed dogs their own food. Like, oh, I've got a bit of these leftovers from my plate. I'll give it to the dog. The dog is not supposed to eat cooked food. So when you give it cooked food, it gets way more calories than oh. it actually should do. Oh, you know, when shit. we give it raw meats and, raw, and cooked meats and cooked chicken, it's not supposed to. It's supposed to have raw meats and then have to work to chew through these bones and then its digestive system works harder. Okay. And it eventually gets the nutrition, but we overfeed it with too fast digestible nutrition. And so obviously I'm assuming we, obviously we never really know the difference because other than some fishes and maybe delicatessen like steak every now and then, we don't eat raw stuff. Yeah, not that often. Do you know what I mean? So, but what, would be, but what would be the difference between like percentage say in chicken, uh, whatever it would be? Cooked okay. and uncooked yeah. for how many calories you'd absorb? Yeah. I don't know the answer yeah. to that. I would I like, like the to answer. know the answer to that. I know on vegetables it's fifty percent on average. It depends mm. what vegetable it is. And what Research, on. but I actually don't Shall know. Shall have to from be done. Protein, what had happened? Oh no, Connor. Depends how. It depends how many times you vomit after eating raw chicken during the test. I guess. True, doesn't it? And we can obviously digest steak well. We must be able to because people eat raw steaks and don't have issues. Yeah, yeah. Red meat is stereotypically harder to digest. I, than I've white eat, meat. Yeah, I've had raw. But steak people before. eat very yeah. raw steak, so that it must be fine. It must be a smaller amount. <laughs> Eddie Hall used to snack on raw steak uh, as an intra workout snack when he was trained for world's strongest man in like twenty seventeen or something. Intra meaning intra inside the workout. Inside the workout. <laughs> in the middle of the workout, raw eat steak. Some raw steak. <laughs> 
Get that back. Stop it. Good lad. Stop it. How about the world's strongest man without eating steak? Well, I mean, it sounds a little bit silly, but he also did win. So, <laughs> yes, I mean, I how, how can you really disagree, I guess? True, very true. Did Nearly he win because ex- of the steak, though, or despite the steak? <laughs> true. I believe if he didn't have the steak, it would have still won. I believe if he didn't have the steak, he would have still won, and his heart would probably not quite have exploded as much. But... Still kicking. You've seen him these days, though. He, he looks, looks a lot awesome. Better. He looks so good. Yeah. He looks a lot better. Yeah. He's he just tore his bicep. I feel right bad for him. It's not a good time for that to happen when he's got that boxing no, match coming up either. No. You can see how pissed off he was when he did it as well. I didn't watch the video. Yeah, he was real annoyed. I saw the thumbnail. Because it is, it's like, obviously, like I only train on an entirely amateur level. And the sec- the first thought that comes into your head when you get an injury, like whenever I've rolled my ankle and like broken it, is just, oh, like you just know how long you're going to not It's just going to hold you back just for just so like, long. Really, this. That's why I don't do anything these days. So you're, that's, no, no, that's why you're <laughs> st- using ropes to climb walls and then getting arrows and archery things so that you're the one with all the weapons. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning to defend Safe myself. in your little tower. But people ask me all the time, oh, will you come biking with us? Come cycling. I'm like, no, oh, no. no. And I'm really apprehensive about jujitsu. Things like, like that, yeah, for sure. But I'd say that's also because your personal skill in those things isn't necessarily good. Not anymore. Do you know what I mean? Not cycling anymore. I'd be such a beginner. I've not done it for 10 years or more. And I'm really apprehensive about jujitsu, but I'm going to go back with a different attitude to last time. Yeah. Last time my attitude was, I will win. And then I broke you. Uh, Yeah, you did. did, And we're going to take that out of context (laughs) and imagine that it was in a big game that I won. and It was just an accidental injury during training, wasn't wasn't it? I'm all purposeful. um, I won. You technically did win because <laughs> I did have a torn knee and then go down. Was going, it? Was, ah. What was it? What did you do? I forgot. Mildly torn, like ah. on the inside. Not torn. I felt off. real bad. It wasn't your fault. It was just a freak thing. It was just because you'd invited me, the little new kid, on. Uh, and the, what was it like? The third time I'd gone or something. Yeah. And then I just wrote you off forever for like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You just tried to turn one way into my foot while I was stood on that foot, and then it just rotated my knee, but my foot stayed where it was, and it just. Like tweaked it hardcore somehow. Joint effort. But it was just an accident, wasn't it? It It was just an accident. But this time I'm going to be a lot more careful and Mm. a lot more steady. Last time I got very physically fatigued from it and it also made my other forms of exercise suffer hugely. Like I lost 20% strength in one year doing jujitsu. That makes sense though, I think. I could bench 100 for 10 and then a year later I could only bench 80 for 10. Really? Yeah. Because I'd been doing jujitsu two or three times per week. I mean, just from the sheer practicality of what that does time-wise... I mean, if you're training jiu-jitsu, you can't be benching all the time. It, yeah, it was. I, I was devoting less time to yeah, bodybuilding. It can, first of all, just be as simple as that. Yeah. It, it was mostly, though, that jiu-jitsu was taking a huge part of my like recoverable Recovery, yeah. exercise volume. Yeah. And I was getting minor injuries and aches, aches and pains all the time. Like, my elbows were killing mm-hmm. for like the first six months of jiu-jitsu. My elbows would throb just uncontrollably from people twisting them and from falling and banging it was just i was getting such aches and joint pains that that was then impacting what sometimes i couldn't lift weights properly because it was hurting which is an interesting little commentary on like weight training because it's 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 the sort of highlights its pros and cons in that weight training is so uh, what would you say like pre-determined and like you know your technique going in is so premeditated that you have to do something really wrong to properly injure yourself. Unlike on it's a football field, it's one of the statistically safest things exactly, you can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but does that in itself open you up to um, injuries because you're constantly working in such a sort of closed chain movement where you're that's so the strongman attitude, isn't it? That's why they train with a lot of unusual in, objects yeah. in unusual positions, and they train through like a curved spine, sometimes on so, purpose. Yeah, yeah. powerlifters do that yeah. sometimes, don't yeah. they? In case they accidentally curve it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Some some powerlifters exclusively lift with like a. What's curve. that exercise called where you specifically do a hang and a Jefferson wing? curl? Is it? Yeah, yeah, where you roll your body up. That's primarily yeah, um, a gymnastics movement, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's just like a spinal strengthening yeah. thing also an interesting thing because that's like the we've said it in one of maybe the first podcasts we did how that there's no such thing as a bad exercise that would probably be the first thing that people would point out as to be the bad exercise never bend your spine in exercise you know what i mean yeah. yeah but all we've got to do to legitimize it is put a rationale behind it and you know applicable to gymnastics 
Yeah. In some ways, yeah, yeah it could help some people. For sure, yeah, absolutely. All right. Got another article. Yeah, um, yeah, we can start on the news articles. Did that help you with the probiotic thing then? There's no, yeah. ma- there's no magic, but fermented products, different types of fibers that come from different types of fruits and veggies, they're your best bet. Good protein intake's your Variety, best bet. Yeah. You're already not overweight and you already exercise, so they're your best bet as well. Nice. And that's about it. And over time, your gut bacteria will replenish itself after the antibiotics and you'll be fine. Dude, killing it. Well, I've <laughs> stopped nearly passing out, so I think that's the first thing. Which okay. is- And you need to see somebody about that volume. Thing. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah, you need to go to doctors and see somebody. Okay, you need to get a referral. The GP won't know the answer, and you just have to say, yes, I would like a referral to... Is it a gastroenterologist? I don't know. Is I don't, it... know. You I need don't a... want to go back to the NHS. <laughs> no, you, do. you need to. Or go okay. private. If yeah. you don't want to go back to the NHS, yeah, go yeah. private. But you need to yeah. get someone to figure out why your body's rejecting <laughs> food like that. Keeps me shredded. Yeah, but it's not healthy, is no, it? No, 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 there's something going on. Just so you know what it is. I mean, it's good that you, you're naturally finding ways to work around I'm going to say, I'm happy that I'm... That, that's, 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 fine, yeah. more, that's probably more important, learning to actually live with whatever's going mm. on. But you could also do with somebody just having a look. Just, <laughs> just seeing if there's anything serious. Maybe they can't find anything, and then maybe, okay, it's not serious. Maybe you're just a bit strange, and this is just maybe what Maybe I'm just a bit of a bitch. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. It's possible. <laughs> I don't know. Likely, I'd don't say. don't know how those... Probable, in fact. <laughs> we'll see won't we we'll see some news articles then yes please I've got some news article titles and I've not got the actual news articles or what the news I shall supply say. the article yeah <laughs> we are the information nice the actual information these I don't know what what are they called conglomerate media <laughs> I've, I've put, I don't care gurus of fitness I don't care about this um, first one then this is just a little thing that I thought was kind of nice. I thought it might be interesting for us to touch on. The New Zealand female rowing team mm-hmm. took a different um, approach to their nutrition and training this year mm-hmm. and won the Tokyo Olympics due to it, they say. They specifically got all of their female rowers to try and build muscle and strength. Mm-hmm. They were before that, apparently, trying to keep everybody as light as possible. So the boat's really light, and they're really light, and there's less weight to go through the water. Then they thought, nah. <laughs> they thought, let's let's bulk up big time. Let's bulk up big time. Um, and it's worked. So I just thought that's nice, isn't it? That's so they, cool. they, they, they were eating really more, cool. they put the calories yeah. up, they had high-protein diets, they tried to build up muscle and strength. I think that's just super cool from just... Uh, Oh, it's just a, like healthy an athletic, for the ladies yeah, just healthy well. for the athletes. Just point of view, like it's so miserable being lean and trying to make nice to win by power as well, and not, win not, by, from, being, not yeah. by being the smallest. Yeah, no, yeah. No, we're the most yeah. raw, powerful. Yeah. baby. I just muscled my way past yeah, you. We just ragged it. I mean, the the I, this is probably very, very negligible, especially with the boats that I imagine they use that are calibrated, however they are. But maybe even the you might get more surface area and therefore more traction from more weight. I as have well. no idea about. Don't know if water works like that maybe not maybe i don't know anything about physics <laughs> but you've just said it anyway <laughs> you'll start it's talking. on the internet forever now you'll start talking before you understand what you're talking yeah. about that's great no, i feel like that could be a thing like <laughs> i mean say with cars and traction the heavier it is to an extent you've got more traction i have no idea maybe. Have but no it's idea. cool that okay do we have details on this oh no you don't have the article i, I have the article but it's a full what, what details yeah, no, would you no. like so i'm guessing just Calories up, training up. Yeah, strength up, calories up, up, protein up, bulk up more. And it works. I bet those ladies have the most jacked looking backs of all time. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Bro, I bet they're getting lat spreads for noon. Everybody when I was at bouldering was in good shape you know yeah, it's a man. good shape person's sport that. It is. like it is. there was more people there on average i think in better shape than even at the gym <laughs> you're dead right you're so right. literally people everybody had huge arms and forearms and there were lots of ladies there that were so toned i was like okay then. i was dating a climber chick not long ago yeah to climb a lady shot sorry and yeah just so strong it's just just insane like and like to see that power in like the upper body of a female as well Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and for rowing, we're saying, loads of ladies so way much, out rowing is just back every day, every day. <laughs> just same with climbing, I guess. Yeah, wow. So I just thought that was nice. Nothing else more to say, really. No. Just, just nice. Well done to them as well. <laughs> well done to them. Um, all right, next one. Little nutrition article coming up. This is from the Guardian. Um, that that article before was from the newsroom.co from New Zealand, by the way, just in case anybody's looking for it. But this is from The Guardian. It's a little nutrition thing. Sugary UK children's yogurts named and shamed by researchers. <gasps> this was an article. No, I don't have the article. Um, they're bl- basically, they were saying that there's two thirds sometimes of a child's sugar intake in one of these yogurts. And now they're 
people are saying, oh, look at these yogurts being bad. And I just thought, I mean, yeah, kind of. It's like, I mean, the sugar in the yogurts, I'm sure. Kind of don't buy it. But have you ever heard of anybody saying like, oh, I know, little Johnny is getting overweight and they say wine is too many yogurts. Uh, it's never happened. Yeah. It's yeah, not the yogurt. Yeah, yeah. It's often yeah, the yogurt. Yeah. It's not that. It's the McDonald's. <laughs> it's, you know, when you get home from work, mums and dads, and you yeah. can't be bothered to cook. Yeah. And then you say, oh, let's get, let's just get a little McD's. Or, you know, when you give the child dessert, <laughs> you know, like when adults understand calories and we understand yeah. for me and you, dessert's a lot of calories. Yeah. Now, little Johnny, who's like eight years old, five years old, however old, his metabolism scales down with human size. It's three times as many calories and sugar in that dessert or that takeaway. Oh, shall we order a pizza? Acting like it's cute. Yep. Oh, shall we? For then little feed Johnny. that to little Johnny. Big Johnny. Yeah, it's it's so many just fats and just carbs for little old Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Little Johnny's having a bad time. You know, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I've got nothing to say about this, really. And I'm sure they could take down the amount of sugar in yogurts and that would probably be a good thing. Yeah. But I just thought, it's just yogurt. I, I also don't get the... Piece. There's such just, I don't know if my brain, there's just a disconnect there, but I don't make that jump between like, there's sugar in yogurt, I don't buy the yogurt, and is where that brings me that to. You could also not buy those yogurts, you're right, dude. We don't even have to take like the sugar the yogurt out of the I yogurts. was saying, the fat-free yogurt, for example. Your point's better than mine, you're exactly right. We what don't the, have to tell, because that, that's reduces freedoms, if you tell companies. Yeah, I can go in there and get a fucking fat as shit yogurt whatever day I want and treat myself, and then have, I don't know, self-discipline the rest of the time. I feel like the more episodes we do on this podcast, the more I the, swear it's yeah. bad, isn't it? I know. Your, your, yeah, language, your right. language degrades. Last time on the podcast, you said cock with like a strong C, and I thought, oh, did it, I? Just, it just got me slightly. I thought, what context I, was that in? We were talking about Greek statues and penis size, do you remember? Oh. And I said the word penis because I'm a gentleman, and you said cock with a hard C. Well, and I thought, oh, that stung me. If we're going on sheer numbers, you've said it twice. I, I have, and I've said it but once. only to quote you. And, and I'm not against it. Earlier you said bitch, and I thought, oh, all right then. I mean, you're, you're up to scratch now as well, Connor. I, don't I know. mean, we're not technically a family-friendly show, but also I just think... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was just trying to ruffle some feathers for... <laughs> you said I could get a fucking fat as shit yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, alliteration. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't mind. I love you anyway. There's, it's endearing. I like to all, think. All the best. I only Gary V said it. I just say what's you know. There's no filter. I want to say what's uh, what I'm thinking. And people love you anyway. And it comes out raw people, with a swear in there. <laughs> you're um, you've got good intentions, and that's what really matters. Yeah, and sure. all the best podcasts have somebody who's put together and somebody who's a wild man. What <laughs> <laughs> they do, honestly. A wild. Somebody's got to keep the show on track. What's that podcast with the guy that's called the Wild Man, the British guy? And the and this pod, all the podcast is is his grounded mate that sits the the wild man down to to get stories out of him. Oh, I don't know this. Yeah, no, wild, so there's it. wild men everywhere. Honestly, apparently. it's how the best Looking ones go. As feral as me, it's how the best ones go. <laughs> so I'm not mad about yogurt. See you. No, buy healthier yogurt. What have yogurts done wrong? Have no, sugar buy a healthier yogurt then. Yeah, I still won't buy them. <laughs> all right then. Next one. This article's from Espresso Communication, and it was the richest sources of vitamin D in foods. Ooh. Do you know any? In foods. In foods specifically. Yeah, steak. No. Mm. What is it? Oh, I, I did know one. I'm really bad at this. It's okay. No, 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 no steak's creatine. That, that's the one I'm Steak is creatine. Yeah, right. No, no, I don't know. That's okay. I'm going to let you off because there aren't really any. That's why cool. I put it in. There's only really one decent sauce and it's shiitake mushrooms. Okay. And it's not even that decent of a sauce. It's not even that decent. Shita, I can't even think what specifically they are. Is that just mushrooms? It's just a normal mushroom. Like a what, what's that? From where? The supermarket. Shit. I don't know where they're going. No, that sounds like really oriental or something. Like specifically, uh, is it a certain type are you saying? Yeah, you know what? You can get button, what are they called? Yeah. Button cup mushrooms or closed cup yeah, mushrooms. Okay. There's also shiitake mushrooms. It's a perfectly normal thing. Um, Maybe my... I'll Google it right now. My brain just can't wrap it. Wrap itself around that word. <laughs> it, they look slightly different. Or it looks the same. It's confusing. Uh, yeah, it says to be fair, it is an edible mushroom native to East Asia. Yeah. Look at it on there. It looks exactly normal. Like a normal mushroom. Oh, yeah. They look a bit different when you buy them at the supermarket. They're a slightly different shape. You just cut them up. They're normal. Um, so, what does that mean about that mushroom then? Because isn't vitamin D a hormone? Yep. Technically, it is. Yep. So, is what's this mushroom then? In what way? I don't know. Tell me more about this mushroom. I don't know much about this mushroom, but mushrooms in general are very interesting little organisms. Oh, yeah. Because they're not plants and they're not animals either. They're halfway in between. Okay. They're, they're their own completely different section. It's not a plant. Mushrooms. Mushrooms are their, are their own. And is that section mushrooms? Um, it's fungi. Oh, yeah. It's like fungus and mold 
and mushrooms. Oh yeah. And they are the... This is like simple biology stuff that you're learning, isn't it? That they're all just separate. Well, I mean, not, I mean it isn't. We but... can start simple, but I can also blow your mind about... I, I know a thing or two about a mushroom, you know. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, all, all right. different types. Not we'll, much we'll about learn... the shiitake ones specifically. We'll learn about these uh, shiitake mushrooms. Um, but mushrooms were very likely the the first one of the first living types of organism on this planet. Like before plants and before animals, there were mushrooms. I think the oldest fossil ever discovered on Earth is a giant mushroom. Cool. Like a giant mushroom. Um, and yeah, they're, they're not plants because plants take in carbon dioxide and give out oxygen. Don't mm-hmm. they? That's how plants create like a nice mm-hmm. atmosphere mm-hmm. for us. Thank you very much. We, plants, yeah. as animals, Keep take in work. oxygen and give out carbon dioxide. Bad job. Not the good. opposite way, isn't it? And that creates this nice balance. Um, <laughs> mushrooms do what we do. They don't do. Oh, what, they don't do what plants no do. Shit. No, they breathe like us. Not like plants. It's not a class. It's not a classification of a plant. It's a completely different thing. Wow. And I wonder if they have any kind, any semblance of conscience. Well, let's well let's discuss. Well, this is a different podcast. No, let's yeah. discuss because it depends what you class as consciousness. Then, oh really, well, doesn't it? don't get me down in this rabbit hole. There's a fantastic book here on this bookshelf. It's this one. I bought a book about consciousness on Sunday, actually. <laughs> if anybody's interested in plants or trees or nature, you should buy that book. It's called The Hidden Life of Trees. Okay. And it's incredible. I it says on the back of the book, you will never walk into the woods and feel the same again, or something like that. And it's true. I never walked, after reading that book, I never walked into a forest and felt the same ever again. Changed my life fully. Interesting. What it basically says is it's about the new science of trees, which sounds boring, but it's actually fascinating. What they found is that trees of similar species and families are linked under the ground. Mm -hmm. So their roots go into the ground and then the roots (laughs) join to mushrooms, to what's called a mycelium network. So the mushrooms are in between the roots of the trees joining each tree to each tree, but only the trees of the same species and especially the ones of the same families join together. So like oak, oak trees and birch trees won't join together. Only oaks and other oaks. Wait, and mushrooms like pin them together? Mushrooms are the linking so... substance underneath. And then these trees can detect, they, they know, like the mother tree can detect through the mushroom network which its children are oh my and which other for, which other ones of its species but not its direct descendants are. And they share nutrients through... Trees can send nutrients like carbon and things they've made out of photosynthesis energy down through their roots, transfer it through the mushroom network into other trees. They've proved this by covering a tree up so it can't get any light, but letting the other trees around it get light. And the trees send light from themselves down into the one that can't get light, and it stays alive. <laughs> yep, they can detect when one tree's ill, and they can send it I, extra I mean, nutrition. again, like, you have... It's a community. It kind of makes sense. Like, you, like you often see... Well, if you're in a forest... It's always the same trees and they're always like usually uniform and not, like as in similar levels of scrap as it were, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll you'll have people that go in and specifically do felling and clearing and stuff to promote more growth that you'll get because of then, yep. I guess, that whole syne- synergy. That book's all. written by a guy whose wow. job it was to go around different forests in Europe clearing. and decide which sections got cut down and which didn't. To promote and he was going around growth, these forests yeah. that they'd cut down and he was noticing the stumps in the floor that had been there for like 10 years, but the trees weren't dead. And he's like... How's that tree not dead when it's not even got any way of getting any light or anything? That's when he thought, wait a minute. And they started doing these tests. How are the stumps surviving? The other trees are feeding the stump still. It's brothers and sisters. Give it part of their nutrition to keep it alive. It's crazy. So they create their own like environment and atmosphere if you think about it it's a bubble and when you're in the forest or woods you're inside it because it they create a canopy oh yeah wow. over the top and, and they're linked then, underneath yeah you're just inside it, you're inside this bubble of they create its own atmosphere where there's no wind there's different humidity on the inside it's yeah, a different yeah, temperature right. on the inside that's more suited for them they defend each other and then you you're inside its little bubble of this huge circular domed living creature i'm thinking oh my god and i never looked at a tree the same ever again i swear to god I can believe that. You know, yeah. It's fascinating, that's isn't good, it? It's actually to... real. All oh, that's real science. It sounds like magic, but it's there fucking are, real. And you're right about there are a few books out there that like that I've read that have, like you get to a I don't know, it's, it's always like a, a pretty memorable, quotable, like almost turn to the page and point at it line that's like you read it and you kind of look up and be like, 
yeah, I'll never not be thinking about that. Like that would <laughs> yeah. be in my brain until I yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. There was a certain type of tree as well it mentions where when a caterpillar bites its leaves, the tree releases a, a chemical into the air that blows down wind. And when that chemical lands on the other trees that are the same type of it, it knows that caterpillars are on the attack upstream and then they start to release the same chemicals. So caterpillars don't get them. Nature, nature's crazy. Literally. So they signal to each other, ah, we're under attack. And, so, and then they release chemicals that let the other ones defend themselves. See, they're the kind crazy. of things that this is completely diverging from this, uh, uh, th whatever this topic usually is. But like, <laughs> one of my personal very, fond interests that I've spent the last like sort of two years pondering a lot is that kind of um concept of consciousness and where it ends and if it's and basically the my own kind of conclusion that seems to make sense is that it's more of a sliding sort of concept as opposed to ending and starting with living organisms like you and me and the trees and such and that like even inanimate objects can be conscious in a way and stuff and I think that okay, kind what's of that thing, called is it panpsychism uh, well, yeah, you could go, yes. Um, Let me Google that. Yeah, see what that it's like similar, is. yeah. Because there's a specific word for that where consciousness permeates all things even to like rocks. Yeah, it's to say that like if I knock on this, that's yeah. just a different perception of consciousness. And so that's the point. It depends that, what you define as the word consciousness at that point. Well, so, so this is the thing is that we, it's not so much to get caught up on the consciousness stuff, it's to move past that and start, start thinking about perspective. And the first thing is like you said, that's to say what consciousness is. The first thing that you've got to think is that one thing that all humans will always have in common is that we are limited by human perception okay. versus say these caterpillars and whatnot. Like what little system are they using of sending these uh, pheromones and whatnot down the stream or okay. something like that? Like, And then you can start thinking what level of well, what what am I not experiencing in the world yes. be purely because of my human um, perception of the world? Oh, so much. And that's what I'm saying. So, so that's that kind of principle exactly that I think is both comforting and like scary at the same time. But but you can you can take comfort in it because it means that you know like nothing matters and everything's bigger than you can even imagine, and that there's just nothing to life even really like it starts bringing all all these kind of questions first of all but then you can go the other direction and it can make your universe really small if you kind of because because then if you realize nothing matters then you're like oh nothing matters and then it's just back to you and then you can start really focusing in on your own self and goals and such and whatnot and bring it back to what this podcast is meant to be about you know what i mean i know exactly what you mm. mean it depends whether you take the lack of point to the world and universe or the lack of seeming yeah. reasoning for it as nihilism or freedom. It depends whether you yeah. take it, oh, well, there's no point to anything, so fuck it, then I'll just, what does it even matter? We're all just gonna die anyway. Even the world will explode and the human race will end, so why does it, all right, then fine, you do that. Yeah. You can look at it that way, it's not necessarily wrong. Or you can say, but there's, there's no point. And you can look at that as a very good thing, because if I was born and there was a point to my life at birth, that's called slavery. That, that's called, I, that, I wouldn't want to be born into a world where I was given a point at birth. Your point of life is this, and blacksmith boy. And yeah. I, you make you make horseshoes, boy. <laughs> and now I'm, ah, ah, just hammering. I want to ah, I, I I dance, Papa. <laughs> hammer, boy, hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just crying. Yeah, exactly. Crying horseshoe shit tears. <laughs> You don't want that. That's not the life no. I want to live. No. So no. you can think there's no point. Oh my mm -hmm. God, then. And then you can leave it in your life as if there's no point if you want, or you can give yourself a point. So would you say that you have to have got to that nihilistic point of view to, to and go, gone through that to get to the point of looking at it from the positive? Do you think you have to go through that? Or do you think some people can just get to that end goal as it is? I don't think you would have to see it as negative to see it as positive. Do you think, no. I have no real answer to that question, but my instinct would say no. I, I, everybody sees things differently. I imagine there would be some people who instinctively see it as a positive thing, that there's no point yes, to true. think, so they yeah. can create their own points. Yeah. Some people naturally are all on the, the positive the side than other people. Yeah. Some people are naturally view more negative sides to things. And neither is good or bad. They're both probably needed. No, oh, yeah. Because the negative people view things negative and maybe prepare yeah, for the bad yeah. situations. The good the people, yin and push, of, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hard questions and conversations, though. Hey, yeah, man. Deep, hard questions and deep conversations. Topics. Deep topics, deep things. How about trees, though? It's crazy, isn't it? Tr crazy shit. It's I mean, crazy. Th they're the things. And there's that, way like, more to it. I can very quickly get past a sort of um, superficial surface of those kind of immediate 
fact, uh, the amazing facts that are so like, oh, like that's amazing. Because that what it does is it just makes me think about the bigger, the greater, the unknown, the, you know, like no one, who's looking at a forest and seeing that and thinking like that kind of thing. And this so- This is new science. We didn't even know is, that really 10 years ago. So like what stands, and, and that's the other, what we also uh, limited by is time and human um, like technology and such. And yep. uh, all these just crazy things, man. I don't know. It, and, and so- I think what it does, I guess, the way I would conclude that, because it does sound a bit ethereal and loose-endy, is that because of how big it makes me realise everything is, it makes me really want to be, like, not arrogant or naive or never, never, never take anything for granted, never look at anything through a little keyhole, and, you know, and that's going to ruffle feathers and whatnot, but I think it's nice what that No, as good as, as long as that helps you, then you stick with yeah, that perspective. Yeah. Everybody should take the perspective that helps them. Mm. I liked what you said about the human perspective as well, and I understand what you mean, because some people see the human brain as a filter, and <laughs> it's a filter that blocks out some signals and lets through others. <laughs> exactly. Like, we don't see every single colour. No. The mantis shrimp can see like 10,000 more colours than we can. We see very few colours. We don't see ultraviolet, actually, we don't see yeah. infrared, we don't see anything like this. Some animals can. Some animals can detect... Sonar, we, we don't understand yep, anything we don't understand to do with sonar. that. Birds that have very good geographical understanding. Yep. Some, and... some birds and stuff can detect the magnetic north of the Earth. Exactly. That's how they know sometimes which way they're going. Um, all kinds of different stuff. Ants communicate in a language that's completely through smells. Right, so to that's each other. It. So what are we missing out on there? That's... Millions of things, yeah. millions of things. And, and there, gamma and radiation that's, and that's coming through the universe. Like, and... That's where I personally start to explain things like um, coincidence and like uh, if there's a, what people might call a miracle or something like that. Is maybe it's just an outlier and it's just outside of our perception of reality. And we say that it's impossible and it can't be done, but that's only in our universe. And maybe we can't see the entire universe. Oh, we definitely can't see the entire oh universe. God. It's not possible. Oh my God. There's so much going on. We don't even know what like dark matter and dark energy are, do we? And they're supposed to be... Oh, I didn't like... even mean... Sorry, I was meaning the world. But yeah, I guess I said the universe. That's not even... <laughs> the universe. You know. It's too much to We don't even know how big the universe is or anything, do we? We call it the observable universe, not yeah. the... Not because we don't know actually what's beyond the realms of like how far we can see due to like time and telescopes. I, I will legitimately start like tripping out in a minute thinking about this stuff because that's like it's... I've been thinking about it for literally like, the last two I years. I remember once you... And I really I, do, do get lost in it. It's... Yeah. Once I asked you what you want to do a podcast about and you said something like flipping life and consciousness. <laughs> I was like, no, dude. No. No. Bring it down a notch. I mean, come on. Yeah, sorry, come guys. On. Getting all heap, deep and heavy. <laughs> I like it though. I think about all these things. This is it, yeah. I almost can't too much because I get scared. It can, it can it, get that too, way. It's too powerful or it something. It can get that way. But again, yeah. it depends which way you view it. But I've also done... The... Yeah. I've done a lot of life searching myself and I've tried to find out the meaning to life for a good amount of time. Not that I have the answer. So I'm not pro proclaiming to be anybody or know anything. But I've tried. Like I've read the Bible and I've read the Quran and I've read the Upanishads and I've read... The Ramayana and the Vedas and Buddhist texts and Zen Buddhism and, that's the thing and Stoicism. Is, as you've read them all, you probably realise that you're getting further and further away from realising what the point of life is and that it's nothing. And well, I think, like, for, for me, I've found a satisfactory answer for myself and I think that's what matters. Not that I know the answer to everybody's life or to the universe and everything, be it 42 or not. Um, <laughs> Good film, though, that. Yeah. But I feel I have found a satisfactory answer for myself. Cool. <clears throat> like I spoke to you about um, the book by Sigmund Freud, Civilization and Its Discontents. Oh, I was actually looking at that the other week because I made a be. note of it, yeah. Unless, I've, unless it's on one of the other bookshelves or I've given it away. I, I was 99% sure it was on this bookshelf because all my favourite books are on this Or maybe you're lying about it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know where that's gone. I can't immediately see it. But in chapter two on that, he... He gives what he believes the meaning of life is, which he essentially concludes that there is no specific given or understandable meaning to life. So then that means that you either have the option to leave your life as having no point and no one will stop you and that will be your choice and your ending. If you want it to be nothing, it mm -hmm. can be. Or you can see it as if there is no point, then you can give yourself a point. Yeah. And my point is for me to live a happy life and for help to help other people live a healthy and happy life. Nice. That's literally what I've decided my life is going to be about. I'm going to try and help as many people be healthier and happier. And I am going to try and be healthy and happy. And that's basically it. And I just go towards that in any way, shape or form that it takes or comes. Good.
And that's satisfactory for me. Good. I will say. Don't know how anybody else feels.、Mm. I don't have your answers. I apologize. I'm just the low calorie guy. I'm just the guy that tells you to eat less calories and more vegetables. Look good doing it. I know. That's very interesting, man. Yeah. Should we do some more news articles then? Yes, we want to do in. We'll not touch mine because it's long at this point and shit. So. Okay, we've been going fifty-four minutes, so it's been a nice little podcast I've got so far. Oh wow! What did you think at home? Leave a comment. Oh,、uh, we were we we can't leave comments on the we, platforms we, that anyone listens on do, anyway. Do you, do you remember? This is going to be a quiz of your memory. How we know what the news article was that even got us onto the meaning of life just then? What? Because I've just looked at food has the yes, in it. He's got it. I just looked at the news articles and thought, oh my god, that's what we were、and、talking about. Sugar mush mushroom. It was shiitake mushrooms. Is the only one that's decent. This article was lying. Basically, and even the mushrooms are not good. You, okay, you have、legit. to eat like a full box every day. So that squeezy bottle and little capsules and, and get out in the sun and the get sun. your supplement on, ladies、yeah. and gentlemen.、Um, Runners World put out an article: Harry Jameson's top ten recovery tips. Okay. Now I don't care for his recovery tips personally, but, <laughs> but I thought we could. Ah, you're a funny guy. I thought we could. Harry, go away. We don't care. I thought we could just say what we think our top recovery tips were. Not even necessarily just for running, just for general exercise. Okay, interesting. Yeah. You will do. You do one. I do one until we run out. For ge- for general exercise. General exercise recovery. Okay. I know what your first one will you say want you, to be. You can go. I'll、first. say it. Go on.、Then. Sleep. Oh, sleep's <laughs> always going to be one of my first. Sleep's a good one. Yeah. I'll I'll hit back with. Rest that's not sleep, like rest days,、mm. like wakeful rest. Also, rest、mm. time. Sleep's a good one, though. Yeah, yeah. What else? Um. Yeah, that's that's. I'd say covered the two most important things, like、uh, the sleep immediately and then time until next session. Is that kind of what you're meaning? Yeah, because yeah, it's、okay. called the stimulus recovery adaptation yes, curve,、okay. isn't it?、Yeah. After you do the exercise, how long you'll get weaker and more tired for、yeah. a short period of time? Like maybe the next day, you'll be more tired and sore than you actually were before. You'll be worse, but then you'll supercompensate back to a point of improvement,、mm-hmm. which takes a period of time. So I'd probably say movement for or light, light, like light active recovery. Call it.、Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, good. Um, Although no, so actually I take that back because I know I'm thinking with my brain more in my industry. Well, you can have that one. Maybe, but it's probably less applicable to running. Like if it's like long distance running or something. I don't know. I don't know. You, you could, it could be. Know. It could be recommended if you'd done. If you'd run a half marathon, what could you do for the week after? You could just walk. Yeah. That'd be cool. You、yeah. know, just keeping yourself、yeah. moving, but you're not actually blasting your joints. I think that's nice.、Mm. Light active recovery is nice. Um, I'm gonna come back to my back to my home stay,、um, back to my home team. And say nutrition. I'm gonna say nu- yeah, I'm gonna say、yeah. a nutritional variable though, because、yeah. there's a number of nutritional variables we could go for. Protein. <sighs> yes, I w- yes. I was wondering whether to say calorie intake overall as a first variable or protein intake. These are not in order of importance, no, no. but I'll go with protein. Protein's、yeah. important for muscle recovery. Because this is the thing, like none of these. Impact on your ability to focus on the others. You know, if you're eating, you can still sleep, hopefully, and if you you can you, yeah. You if you're eating, if you're not eating well, you could sleep worse. Yeah. If you're eating too little, I mean, they often too much of the wrong yeah.、Things. They often mesh to feed towards the same goal for sure. Because、mm-hmm. it's all just、yeah. health and fitness together, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Protein intake. You could have calorie intake overall is important for recovery. Actually, getting enough fuel back in you、mm-hmm. to replenish. Carbohydrates are important for recovery as well.、Um, and then I think it'd start to taper off. Anything from there would be more specific to. Tiny little bit stretching, yeah, little, it'd be、yeah. good.、Uh, a bit of maybe, bit of bit of foam rolling. You a little、oh. bit of foam roller, don't you? All the science that supports、um, it. What else? A bit of massage might give you a zero point one percent. Yeah, yeah. A tiny bit. That's what we're talking by then. Yeah. Hot and cold. Like if you're if you're sleeping well, you're eating well. Your nutrition is yeah. If you're sleeping well, you're eating well. You're drinking water. That's a good one.、Um, Hydration. Yeah, and you're leaving time between sessions to recover. I'd say anything after that is never going to be enough to fuck up the rest that you've、yeah. already done to mess up. Sounds good. Already done. Sounds good. There are recovery tips then. <laughs>、um, I've only got two more, so we might as well just do them if we're quick like that. Yeah, Next one's、um, this was an article from Women's Health. Here's how to actually turn your back straight from the experts. The experts today being us. So how if somebody if somebody came to you, William, and said, "I want to turn my back," are we doing a thing a little cute little back and forth like last time? Do you want to? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to say it all. Go on then. Go on then.、Yeah. What do you do for turn back? <laughs> 
Well, first of all, we need to see the muscles. If we if we want any sort of semblance, that implies seeing muscles, and that implies fat loss. Okay. So fat loss is number one. Um, assuming that that's happened, then we're talking back training, specifically strength and hypertrophy between reps of eight and fifteen. Hypertrophy is muscle building. Yeah, yes. and we're doing exercises like lateral, lat, not lateral, lat pull down, bent over rows, one arm rows, seated rows, the assisted pull up machine, the unassisted pull up machine. Anything that pulls towards you in any Chin direction ups, is good. Yeah. It goes down, diagonal, yeah, across, yeah. up a bit. Yeah. We don't mind. And Wide, whilst I across. would prioritize these things, it will not supersede the calorie deficit if, you, if tone is what we're going for. <laughs> Yep, I think for toning, you've got essentially three variables to work with. There's calorie intake, well, you could, maybe intake's not the right word. Calorie balance is probably the better word. Like you said, where is your calorie intake versus your calorie expenditure mm. for how much body fat you've got? Yeah. So are you actually lean enough to see the muscles through? Then we've got your actual um, muscle training and exercise, like the actual work you're doing on the muscles for which we need some resistance training and then we also need some protein intake as well to actually build them and technically the fourth thing would be sleep again oh, if we're to actually yeah, recover yeah. but your principles for toning are we need to look at calories to get the body fat off we need to look at strength and exercise on those muscles to actually get the muscles working we need to look at protein to also keep the muscle mass at and build it as it's training don't we so there is three yeah, things yeah. and then last one from the telegraph was the golden rules of midlife so midlifers i think that means like 40, 40 probably yeah. Um, midlife fitness and all the things you're probably getting wrong. And again, we care not for this. But wait, what was it? The what? Sorry. The forget their their article title. I'm just going to ask you the question. What What are the things that somebody who's not not elderly, but forty to well, it's saying midlife, so forty to I don't know sixty or seventy or something. What <laughs> What should they be focusing on for their fitness? Do we think? Um, okay, again, in no particular order of priority, almost to be said to be done at the same time, I'd say. Low body fat percentage. So mm. keeping your body weight and body fat levels in yeah. a reasonable range? Yeah, around 20 or below, maybe. Maybe around 20. Depends if you're a male or female. Yeah, it does depend if you're male or female um, entirely. Uh, I would say high muscle mass would yeah. be great. Um, high mobility um, levels at higher levels of mobility, which is just movement of your body. If you're able to be in a deep squat, if you're able to touch down, touch your toes, you're able to get your arms overhead and all this, that and the other, you know, being good at movement. Yeah. They would be my biggest three. Low fat, uh, low, low body fat, high body muscle mass and whatever the third one I said was. <laughs> good movement. Good movement. Yeah. Okay. Which I put in mobility. Yeah. yeah mobility. Yeah. But what we want then is we need to go another level further than that. What are the actual tools we're going to use? So for good body fat levels, oh, sorry, we're looking okay. at healthy eating and good yeah. calorie control calorie and control. diet in general, yeah. eating good. Yes. For strength and muscle mass, we need to be in the gym training. Yeah. So Mechanical load, basically. Healthy eating and good movement and strength resistance training, like you've said, get, would you agree, more important with age? Yes. The older you get, the more important it is you need to be doing your strength training. You need to be doing some cardio. Throw yeah, it in there. Do, keep you your do. heart strong. Keep your lungs cardio strong. Cardio would be the fourth. I'd yeah, add. you need to throw some cardio in there. We need some good movement and mobility stuff. Whether you need a bit of a stretch out, whether you need some actual mobility work specifically, whether we need some a bit more like dynamic stuff or some working on daily human movements, getting ups and yeah, downs Yeah, because there'd be specificities to that as well. Like, say you've got someone that's perfectly mobile, but, well, my dad, for example, would be an interesting one. When I trained him at the gym, he is very naturally just able to just fall, sort of fold into a squat, yeah. which would quote unquote make him mobile and whatnot, and this, that, and the other. But we noticed that he had like no glute activation on his left side. Like there was just nothing that his brain could do to to switch that glute on and such. So like little indiscrepancies like that, you might figure out and understand with testing mobility and testing client. strength. Yeah, and then you can start getting lost in the specificity of each individual. But generally, yeah, you're, you're getting stronger, you're losing fat and you're um, staying mobile. And yeah, go for a run maybe. Fitness, no, yeah, go for a cycle kind. actually. Yeah, or some or cross training. swim. Yeah, yeah. Or swim, yeah. Really good. Um, I completely agree. And it's the same rules for everybody. This has got nothing to do with really whether you're midlife or not. If you're elderly, do the same. I would say, do the same. Spe yeah, in specifically this question, that the priorities shift, but that's all. It's not that they change. Oh, okay. How would you think the priorities shift? Um, I'd say, say if I said, took me versus that middle-aged person, then their demand, their need for cardio is probably greater than mine. I can definitely 
from a health point of view, skate by without doing that now, probably a little bit. Because you're younger. Yeah, and I'm bouncing around and this, that and the other, and I'm active and I'm moving and such, you know. I might even be I might even be doing it, but, not necessarily to intensities, but maybe, yeah. Okay, so, uh, the yes, their need for cardio would be better than higher than yours, I agree, but would the priorities change? Because would you agree yes or no? Because if if you had to say to me, an elderly person, you only get one thing to do with them, oh, resistance okay. or cardio, I'm going for resistance. Yeah, okay. And what would you say for me and you? If you could only yeah. do one, resistance. resistance yeah, so I still sure. think the priority order might be the same. Mm. The only, I can think of an, a different example, if it was for children, Resistance training is generally not that recommended for children. It might You might put the cardio one first and just get them fit and active and moving for little kids. Then when you get to more like a teenager age, that's when more like people start hitting the weights and stuff and getting the resistance on. But I think for young people, this is, I mean, I guess this is just my opinion, young people, midlife and elderly, I would rank resistance training as more important overall yeah. than if you're only going to do one. You could do resistance circuit training. That's what I do with most of my clients and make it a blend of yeah. cardio and Well, Because one thing as well with the, resistance. one of the benefits you see quite a lot from doing running and such isn't so much the the time that you spend in that. Well, no, it, first, sorry, I should say it is the time that you spend in like a certain heart rate zone and, and staying there for a duration. Okay. It's, that's a certain way, obviously, building fitness and whatnot is staying in that heart zone. But one element of it that is, I would argue, maybe slightly more related to health is the juxtaposition between how low you can get your heart rate and how high you can get your heart rate and going to each extreme. That makes sense. And so with my training being squats with weight on your back, holding your breath, and then doing 10 reps, the heart rate gets up to 200, you know? And, and the blood pressure gets insane through the roof and the blood pressure to get that high and then to yeah. come low in between into the meditative state, like that it's in itself is very healthy. Um, That's one of the advantages of interval training. Yeah. Which basically strength training is interval training kind of in a way. It's blast as hard as you can, rest. It's like blast, cardio rest. strength training. Yeah. Kind of. Yep, I understand what you mean. Still, it would not have the same cardio benefits as long, no, steady no, state, no. endurance style cardio. And that's because that's a more different effective. kind of... It's yeah, a different kind of thing. Yeah, a different kind of If you care about strength. health and fitness specifically. Yeah, you need to be good at that stuff. Yeah, you need to really get, be getting a baseline of some cardio fitness. Well, like you always say, and, and <laughs> I, I'm the exact same as you, um, 10K I think is what you said. I, I could start and go and do 10K. And so that is my well, kind of cutoff is what I use as yeah. my... Do I need to do running? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, because if you don't run and you can run 10K, you're, you're fit and I'm grand. You don't really need to I'm do grand it. for now. <laughs> I agree. And that's why I'd say it slightly shifts. Again, maybe, yeah, maybe more so because you can just rely on more safety nets as a kid or something. Like, or you can just rely on the fact that your body, that the actual mechanics of your body isn't going to be an issue when you're running either. When you're a younger person, you can just take more hammer. Yeah, you can, just, more you can just hurt for longer, can't you? You can just pack <laughs> it more. And you just, you haven't been your recovery a, potential oppressed by life yet. You don't want to start. <laughs> and sit down and have a cig. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I think that's interesting. All right, lovely. They, they would it. be the points I'd put forward, yeah. Nice, I appreciate it. Mm. That's it, that's all the articles. Boom. I thought that was great. What did you think? I agree, man. Nice little one hour six. That's not bad at all on the one show. One hour six, we like it. That's not bad. Anything else from you? Not from me. I hope everyone at home's well. Thank you for listening. If you made it to the end of the show, we appreciate it and we hope you tune in next week. Oh, that's really nice. Um, I'll do a little advert at the end. If you're looking for help with your weight management or fat loss, fitness and food, go to slumsociety.co.uk. If you live in Sheffield and you want help with personal training, you need to go to the gym group Kellam Island, Sheffield. You need to find Mr. Will Hugin. You need to. His name's not William, even though I call him. I'll call you Wilbur if you're not careful. Wilbur. Yeah. My dad used to call me that. That's yeah. cute. <laughs> Wilbur. And that's us. Over and out. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Pip, we'll pip. We'll speak to you and we'll see you again soon.